This is episode 19. Welcome to Z-Rated Success. Z-Rated Success. The podcast to help educators and those who work with youth to help them succeed by standing out instead of fitting in. This This is Z-Rated Success. And this is Nick ZZ. I am super excited today to share with you a few proven strategies that I use to help me connect with my students online. As you know, this is the new normal now, and we have had to learn this quickly in a short period of time earlier this year, and now we're still doing it. I'm actually still teaching 100% online. I have some of my colleagues who are doing the hybrid version where some students will show up one day or two days a week and the rest is uh, done uh, remotely. And I have others who are teaching both students in front of them in person, as well as those who are learning remotely at at the same time. So there's a lot, right? There's a whole lot going on. So uh, the question again that I would like to focus on today in today's episode is how to connect with your students online. It's already challenging to connect with them in person. It's more challenging to connect with your students online. I've had several experiences and I'm teaching using Zoom I also use Google Classroom, and I also speak to various uh, groups uh, using Zoom online to different uh, audiences of of students and educators. Uh, So I'm going to share with you some of that experience and also what I have done to connect with the students uh, online. So I've had students who literally had their heads down. This was in the beginning. They had their heads down in my class. And I've had students tell me, Mr. Zizi, so-and-so has his head down. And then I would stop and and I'll speak into my mic and say, everyone in the back, sit up. Everyone who's in the back, sit up. And the the student would wake up and, and then I'll tell the student to go and wash his face and come back to class. I've had other cases where students would uh, be in class and, and they, they would think they were slick because I was sharing my screen and they thought perhaps I couldn't see them. So uh, that's the time that they would go and eat their breakfast during class. So I actually had a student like this. He had his head down and, and he was just going, just going in, just throwing down, eating. And then I had to stop again and say, hey, look. I put that away. If if you're unable to share your food with us, if there's not a way for you to share what you're eating with us, then you can't eat in class. And he laughed and the students laughed and then he put it away and then uh, we continued uh, with the lesson. So I've had many, many experiences and I'm sure you have had uh, experience. I've had experiences where a student had a baby. He was babysitting his younger sister and his mother wasn't there, so he was in charge of taking care of his little sister while he had his other sibling who was in school in the other room who needed assistance during the class while I was teaching him. 
So uh, just understanding the dynamics of all that's going on with with online is it's an interesting thing. And I think we can connect. And here are some of the strategies that I am using. Number one, you've got to turn your camera on. Yes, you as the educator, you have to keep your camera on. I, I've seen some educators who they'll turn it on and then leave it off for the rest of the class. That's not how, how am I going to connect with you if I can't see you? In fact, uh, some students can't hear you if they can't see you. So, so you want to make sure your camera is on at all times during the class. Now, some teachers may say that, well, I don't like it being on because uh, I want them to focus on the slide or I want them to focus on what I'm sharing on the screen. Well, again, the the greatest point of contact or of connection is your face, is your eyes. As they're hearing your voice, they have to see you. And, and when they see you, right, when they see you, they can connect with you much better. So keep your cameras on. Now, there are other uh, factors to having your camera on. You want to make sure you have a good quality camera. Most computers have good webcams that that come along with it that's that's uh, installed in it. So you can use that or you if you notice that the camera is not good at all, it's it's fuzzy, it's un, it's not clear and and so on, you may want to purchase a webcam like a Logitech, uh, and there are many different brands out there that you may want to look into, but you want to make sure your camera stays on at all times. You also want to make sure that uh, the area where you're sitting is well lit because your camera may be on, but if they can't see you clearly, they won't be able to connect with you. So your camera needs to be on, the area where you're sitting needs to be well lit, and then thirdly is the position of your camera. What are they seeing? Are they seeing the top of your head? Are they seeing just your wall? Or are they seeing you? So what I like to do when I'm speaking, if, if, I'm, unab- if I'm unable to get my whole body in the frame of, of the camera, then I, I try to get my head, shoulders, my hands, I want them to see that, uh, not just my face. So I need to see my head, my shoulders, my arms, my hands in the shot because then they can see my face. They can see my gestures as I'm making a point. They can see all of that. And that will also help with you connecting better with your students. So if your device is too close to you, you may want to back it up and see if you can at you know try to get that top part of your body in the frame. Your head and shoulders, you want to get that, that in the frame. If you can get your arms to show, that's even better because then you can demonstrate. You can use your gestures as you are communicating. Keep in mind, communication, as you know, is not just what you're saying. Communication is not just the words that are coming out of your mouth. It's also the tone, 
that you're using to say it. It's also the gestures, your body language. All of that is communicating. It's a part of that package. It's a part of the lesson plan that you are, the lesson that you are teaching that day uh, to your students. So keep that in mind. Uh, Your students will remember what they see more than they do what they hear. So if I'm on camera, they can see me and I'm saying something important. I can show a picture or I can demonstrate that would also help. So the next strategy, which is super important, is to look into the camera. Look into the camera. Your camera is the new eye contact. Yes, your camera is the new eye contact. So look into the camera, not your screen. Now, from time to time, you may look down, look at your notes, look at the slide, but you want to make sure that most of your time, your eyes need to be focused on the camera because that's where your students can see you. But if they're seeing you looking down the the whole time, you're not really connecting. So if you want to connect with your students online, look into the camera and think of the camera as your students' eyes. And you're looking into their eyes as you are teaching your lesson. Now, some teachers may say, well, Nick, I understand what you're saying, but uh, what if I have a lot of points to make? What if I have a lot of reading to do as it relates to my notes for the lesson? Well, here's what I say. I say, review your notes before you start class. Review your notes a couple of times before you do that. Make sure you know your lesson well without having to rely completely on the notes. Use your notes more so as a guide and not as a crutch. I'll say that again. Use your notes more as a guide and not as a crutch, which means uh, instead of having detailed notes of every word for word, like a script of notes where you have word for word from beginning to the end of your lesson, It's best to use an outline. Now, you can have a detailed outline, but you want to have an outline of your key points that you want to cover during your lesson and the key uh, sub points that you want to make for each of those main points, and then you drive the point home. Uh, But you don't want to work off of a script because you're going to find yourself looking down every, every few seconds down. You keep looking down at the screen, and then you're losing eye contact, you're losing that connection with your students. Think of it as in-person class, right? If you're in in class and you're teaching and your head is down, your head is in the textbook the whole time, and you're not looking at your students, you're not making eye contact as you are going through the material, then, then you're going to lose them. You're going to lose them. And if you've ever, if you've ever gone to a lecture or or perhaps even a seminar, and and, and if you've ever had this experience where you're sitting there and you know that the speaker is just reading, they're just reading, right? They're reading, they're reading their notes. It's a disconnect. You like what they're saying, but the connection is lost because they're not making eye contact. They're not uh, keeping you engaged. So same goes for your class. In fact, I highly recommend that you listen to episode 13, where I share proven strategies on how to be a more engaging educator. For the purpose of this episode, 
I'm going to simply share with you some of the strategies that I use specifically online on Zoom to engage my students. So look into the camera. Your camera is the new eye contact. Here's the other strategy that I I figured out later uh, when I first started teaching online towards the end of the school year uh, last year, it was it was more like we were figuring it out, just uh, just kind of I was thrown into the pool and I had to learn how to swim. So I knew about this, but I didn't do it when I was sharing my slides. So when you're sharing your slides, sometimes you may just see yourself on the side or you can perhaps just see just a few of your students, but not all of your students. So here's the strategy. Keep the gallery view open at all times so that you can see all of your students. Keep the gallery view open at all times so you can see all of your students, even when you are sharing your screen. Some students are smart and they know this, that when we are sharing our screens as educators. When we're sharing the screen, they know that we can't see everybody, right? They know we can't see all of them. So what they'll do is when we're sharing the screen, they'll turn their camera off or they may even walk away from the desk or from their workstation, go somewhere else to do something and know that once the presentation's done, once the lesson's done, you'll stop the share and then you'll probably see them. So what I do is since I knew that students were doing that, I turn on the gallery mode and I put it where I'm able to see all of my students. Now, mind you, I don't have 100 students in my class. I don't have 40 students in my class at a time, but I do have 20. I have uh, I, one of my, my largest class is about 25 students, and I have a class that has only 10 students in it. So uh, depending on the number of students that you have, you can still open the gallery view and you what you do is you switch pages from time to time as you're going through the slide. And then here's the next strategy. Call students by name throughout the lesson. Call your students by name throughout the lesson. So when you're going through a lesson, you can say, uh, Mike, uh, point number six is uh, Marie. Uh, here is what this means. And then you're, you're constantly call each one of their names as you're going through the lesson. Mind you, what that does is it stops them. It's like, well, okay, she just said my name. So let me pay attention. Now, when you can see them in the gallery mode on the side of your screen, while you have the slide up on the other side of your screen, it's pretty cool because you can start calling the names of the students as you're going through the lesson, as you see it in the gallery view on the side, uh, which is great. And, and the students that you notice that are kind of zoned out, who are daydreaming, who, who are perhaps not paying attention, call them out. And, and then uh, that would uh, bring them back into what you're saying. Now, here's another strategy. Ask questions for understanding. So you can pause right there, and then you start asking those students that you feel may not be present a question. You pause. You say, Michael, can you please tell me what was that last key point that I just made? And, and you can see Michael on the screen and you can tell whether or not 
um, he's he's with you. Now, you'll see if he doesn't get it, you say, OK, Michael, I'm, I'm coming back to you. I'll be back. Make sure you're, you, you get it. Make sure you're following. And then you move on to the next person. So ask questions for understanding. So you can ask the question about what you just said. You can ask someone to summarize what you've said. You can ask someone to explain in their own words what you've just shared and what it means and then move on. So I do that quite a bit because I know that it is easy to get distracted online. It really is. It's, it's easy to get distracted. So if I notice that a student is giggling while I'm saying something that is not funny, that is, uh, in fact, something they should be taking notes on, I'll stop. I say, I noticed that was funny. Can you tell us why? And, and, and I know that they're doing something else, right? So here's another quick strategy. Uh, that I didn't plan on sharing, and that is the chat, uh, the chat feature. You want to turn off public and private because you don't want your students chatting while you are speaking. What when you're going over your lesson? So just put it to public, and if it's to public, and you notice that the chat is going crazy, is going berserk because students are uh, putting comments in there that are not in line with what you're saying. That's completely off, then you can bring that to their attention and let them know that if that continues, then we will uh, disable the, the chat. And then you move on. The chat feature is also a great engagement tool, a great connection tool uh, for your class. So what I'll do, I'll constantly check in with my class as I'm teaching. So I'll ask my class to type one if you have read this section. And then we'll continue. And I'll say, uh, everyone, please type this phrase in the chat. And it'll be uh, three or four words. And everyone can type that quickly into the chat. Uh, So that also pulls them in and keeps them engaged, keeps them there with you. And then just work on doing that regularly throughout the class uh, of anything, anything for that matter. So you may ask a question and you say, everyone, I want you to answer this question and send it to me privately. Or you can said you can tell them to send it to uh, everyone where everyone can see it uh, publicly. And that's another great way. Now, here's the other strategy. And that is your students have to keep their cameras on. Like for me, I make sure that all of my students uh, keep their cameras on. It is super important. I need to see you. I, I need to see you. Yes, you, the student, I need to see you. Now, if you're using a tablet, if you're using a phone or of, of another device while you are attending class on Zoom, let me know because I do know that when you are using a tablet and on, on Zoom while you're taking notes, uh, it'll turn off the camera. So, Uh, As the student, I want you to turn that camera on every time it turns off because I want to make sure that you're present and that you're here. So again, make sure that all of your students have their cameras on and also make sure that they're sitting, if at all possible, that they are sitting in a quiet and well-lit place for class, right? It has to be a quiet, well-lit place area for class, because if you can't see them, if they're sitting in a dark, uh, it won't be good. So I tell my students, you turn the lights on or open the curtains, the, open up the blinds so that we can see you. I need to be able to see you in class. And then I also tell them, 
just as I stated in the beginning, that I need to see your shoulders. I need to see you sitting up. And in my school, I teach at a private school. So the students wear a uniform there. I, I want to make sure that they're dressed properly for class. Now, uh, again, we only can see what's uh, within the frame of the camera. So that's what I'm going by. So they have to, I have to see your shoulders. I've got to see that you're sitting up. I have to also see that you are paying attention. And here's the other strategy that I also use, and that is uh, class discussions. Um, class discussions. Now, with class discussions, I use breakout rooms in Zoom. Breakout rooms are pretty amazing because um, you can split up a large class in, into small groups and you can jump from one group to the other to observe what's being done. So those are some of the strategies that I wanted to share with you that I use to engage my students in class while I am teaching. Now, there are many other tools that you can look into, like uh, Flipgrid, uh, which is a great tool, but I'm not using it for my classes. So I've heard other educators say that they use Flipgrid, and there are many, many other um, resources out there that you may want to consider. But as it relates to teaching online, when you're uh, teaching your class, if you're using Zoom or some other program, uh, it is important to keep in mind that uh, these strategies with the camera, you want to look into the camera. That's the new eye contact. You also want to, you also want to uh, keep the gallery uh, view open. If you have another monitor, it would be pretty cool to have one monitor where all of the, when the gallery mode is open, where you can see all of your students. And from time to time, you look at that monitor to see who's engaged, to see who's there, who's paying attention. And those who aren't paying attention, you want to uh, call their names out and everyone for that matter, to just pull them back in to the class. And then also you want to call students by name. As I stated, you want to ask questions for understanding. You also want to make sure, if at all possible, that students keep their cameras on at all times, that they're sitting properly, that they're in a quiet area, and that it's well lit. And uh, you also want to uh, engage students in class discussions by using Zoom breakout features, and you can also look into Google Meet. Now, those are what I use. Uh, these are the strategies that I'm implementing that have helped me tremendously. And I'm still learning. I'm still going through this. Just like you, we're, we're learning every time you have class every week, there's something new, a new, new experience uh, that we all can learn from. So I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. There's one other thing I forgot to mention. Let me just add it here quickly. And that is for teachers who are teaching in person while you're teaching remotely, where you have students who are, who have opted, whose, whose parents have opted to do remote learning while other students have decided to go back to school. So you have the students in your class, plus you have students watching you online as you're teaching. It is important to engage the online students while you're teaching those in person. So use these same strategies as you're going through it. If you can open up the gallery mode, 
gallery view to see the students who are online and call them out by name, just like you're calling out the names of the students who are in class with you at that time. You could also do the same with those who are online and pull them in. I would love to hear what's working for you. Thank you for listening to Z-Rated Success. I hope you learned something today about standing out. If you are an educator who wants to get a professional development or a presentation for your students to help build their self-esteem so that they are not following the crowd, but that they are knowing who they are so they can stand out, please send an email to info at nickzz.com so we can set up a time to talk. I would love to see about getting my speaking program or my books or my professional development programs in your school. Join our Facebook group for educators. Join the Dazzle. We have educators from across the nation who are standout educators sharing their best practices, ideas, and tips and strategies to help you be a standout success. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash zebra educators and join today. And that's a wrap. I'm your host, Nick Zizi, reminding you today that imitation is limitation. Unleash your zebra. If you've received value from today's podcast, make sure to subscribe and visit ZratedSuccess.com for more tips and strategies that will help you stand out instead of fit in. Reminding you today to unleash your zebra. Unleash your zebra.